and welcome to Joy Camp. This is your host, Kristen Fitch. I'm an encourager, a joy coach, and I am a faith-led entrepreneur. And I'm here to lead you to a more joyful state of mind every day, no matter what is going on in your life. Let's banish our burnout. Let's push away the anxiety and stress that we're feeling. Let's tap back into our joy and our happiness that's already there. We just need to uncover it. So find a quiet spot, put on your comfy clothes, and grab your favorite beverage, and let's find more joy in our day. Hey, and welcome back to Joy Camp. This is your host, Kristen. Today, we are going to talk about three things that allow in more joy to your life. I cannot wait to dig in, and I hope this episode gives you a kernel that you can apply to your own life today. Okay, here we go. Let's dive into three things that allow in more joy to our lives. So the first thing that I want to kind of set out and saying is joy is a choice, right? So Ann Voskamp says, busy is a choice. Stress is a choice. Joy is a choice. And I think it's important to note that because, because I think we have to choose joy. And I like this. I think it's author unknown, but it says, Don't wait for things to get easier, simpler, better. Life will always be complicated. Learn to be happy right now. Otherwise, you will run out of time. We can't often choose our circumstances, but we can better control our reactions and our emotions. Choose joy. So then I think the question becomes how? How do we choose joy? How do we show up and be joyful? Well, I think there's a couple things we can do, and there's so many things. Today, we're just going to cover a couple. I think the first is this, we have to show up in life, in our day, tapping into our natural curiosity, our natural wonder. When we were a little child, every one of us, we had a natural curiosity that often as we get older, gets pushed down. It gets, if you will, uh, ignored because we are asked to sit in school and be quiet and learn what they're telling us to learn. We lose that sense of following the breadcrumbs or following our curiosity to figure things out, to interact with the world, to interact with other people. And so if you find that this is true for yourself, you're not often being curious about something, anything, or you're not, you're not finding yourself in awe or wonder, right? At whatever it is, like maybe it's looking at a mountain as you fly over, you know, a mountain range or Maybe it's as the sun sets and it's just the sky is 10 different colors from pink to purple to orange to red. If that doesn't elicit something in you, right, it doesn't bring forth some sort of awe or wonder, then you might need to check in with yourself. You know, have you gotten so sucked into busy or into obligation or the future? You know, what needs to get done in a half an hour, hour tomorrow? that you are literally pulling out the joy of experience the present moment. And so the first thing I would tell you is tap back into that curiosity and that wonder. And you might say, how? Well, there's a lot of ways. One is become a first class noticer. Start pausing or just slowing down on your walk or when you step out back or when you're driving or flying. Notice what's around you and just take a moment to be thankful or grateful or just take in that view or maybe the kindness, you know, how wonderful it was that someone was so kind to you or did something. Curiosity, that is a fun and interesting thing. But if we can tap into that, it actually improves all parts of our lives, not just finding more joy. 
Because whether it's at work or you're in the kitchen cooking, when we start to get curious, right? Like, hmm, I wonder if I added this herb or these two flavors together to make this recipe or a new recipe, or you know what, I'm going to combine these five flavors I love and make this dish. Well, that's that's being creative, but it's also being curious. You know, like, what would this taste like if I added together, you know, I don't know, brown sugar and pecans with feta cheese, you know, or whatever it might be. But the more we use this curiosity and then tap into creativity, the more we're actually fulfilled because we're using a part of us. We were created to be curious and we were created to be creative. But when we when we don't express ourselves in that way, then we actually are denying ourselves some part of joy. So tap into that. And it, maybe it'll take you time if you're not regularly experiencing curiosity, you're not being creative and you're not taking time to really be in awe of things around you. Just slowly start noticing, slowly start pausing. And then maybe you're somebody that's horrified to be creative or curious in the kitchen. That's okay. Some people are. Do it in another way. Maybe you always like to read the same sort of books. Maybe branch out just a little bit. Like what what other topics are you curious about? Maybe you've really wanted to try a new hobby, but maybe you're scared. How can you get curious about what would I really like to try if I wasn't afraid, if I wasn't hesitating? And go do it. See where those breadcrumbs lead you promise you, it's probably going to lead you to a little bit more joy. So that's the first one. The second one is if we can show up in our day, you know, in every day, being more grateful. So having a, um, I mean, just, I guess, showing up in gratitude. So if we can show up with more gratitude and then also show up to be of service to other people. Okay. So what does that look like? Well, I think it's two things. If we can throughout the day and then each day, just in little bits, little moments, just how do we show up in other people's lives with a kindness, a kind gesture, out of love, out of service? What would make, in other words, turn the light away from ourselves, being self-absorbed or just focused on what all we have to do? How else can we help the people around us? Maybe it's just something that we go out of our way in the slightest, or we just sit text them a message because we were thinking about them. Maybe we call them or stop by their house with flowers. But when we get outside of ourselves, right, to try to make someone else's day better, to to be kind, to show love, and just to be humble and be of service, we will 100% experience more joy because we've gotten out of our own selves. We've gotten out of our head and we've gotten out of our to-do list and our obligations. So connection to others and being of service, showing up with that, your heart pointing towards others. It's really such a key piece of showing up and having joy in your life. And then the gratitude piece. If you're finding yourself often irritated or frustrated, or you feel wronged by something going on at work or by someone in your life or, or whatever it is, you know, that's probably a big, um, what do you call it? You like sign, it should be an alert for you that maybe you're not showing up in your own life with a heart of gratitude or gratefulness. You're showing up 
more like a victim, like the world's wronged you in some way. And I'm not saying there aren't things we have to address in life. Like if you are you are in a toxic environment, I'm not saying get out of it. But what I'm saying is we can either choose to change it or try to accept it or we can leave, right, and go somewhere else. But just complaining about it and staying in that negativity, staying in that story isn't helping us experience more joy. So pull out your journal or on your planner every day, at least write down one thing that you're thankful for or that you're grateful for. It can be a person. It can be something in your life. It can be something that makes your life easier. It can be your faith, a scripture, anything, but just get in the act of writing something down. The opposite of this would be if you keep finding that certain emotions or feelings are coming up about uh, a circumstance, an environment, or a person, write it down and start noticing how frequently are you getting upset about this or are you complaining about it or whatever, and then notice, is it the other person or the environment or is it your perception, your perspective, and your attitude? If it's you, and I, I mean, it's there's always more than one side to it, but I mean, if it's if your perception, perspective, or attitude is actually causing you to have the heartache and you're losing joy, you're not experiencing happiness and joy, then that's a time to assess. Is it that you need to be uh, have a more grateful heart? Is it that you need to address the person or the situation to try to change it, accept it, or or go elsewhere? Or, uh, or is it something that can't, you know, you can't change and then you're going to leave? But in other words, what part do you play in what you're stirring up in your own life? And But if you can show up and be more grateful about more parts of your life, even the smallest, most simplest things, right? You know, just being thankful before you, you know, whether you're faith-oriented or not, you know, I am a faith-oriented person. And so even if it's quietly to myself, I try to say just a little, um, you know, prayer of thanks uh, to God before I eat a meal. Now, I'm not perfect, you know, at any of it, but the point being is that just lets me pause for one minute and be grateful, right? Even for whatever it is I'm having, a salad, a, a full meal, whether it's with other people or by myself. And so the more we can show up during the day to be grateful, to be uh, in a state of gratitude, the more we're going to experience joy because we're getting ourselves out of drama and conflict and you know, complaining about something or someone. And so I think it's really important. And I love what Robert Ingersoll says, and it kind of goes back to this being a person of service. He says, we rise, yeah, I'm sorry. We rise by lifting others up. So good. And then another one too is if we continue to do things like go on social media and we find that we feel worse after going on social, there's a reason It's because instead of, well, if you weren't thinking about things before, when you go on social, yes, maybe you're happy to see your friend's achievement and your kids, your your kids' friends' awards and everybody's getting bigger, their vacations. That's great. But it can also leave us feeling like, well, gosh, I haven't been on a vacation this year. Huh. My, I feel like my bills are taking up all my extra money or whatever it might be. So the problem is, is even if we're not meaning to do it, we can start to feel a certain way. And um, Theodore Roosevelt says it like this. 
Comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, so good. Once again, what you can do to have more joy in your life is limit what's bringing forth any sense of feeling jealous or like, oh, I don't have what someone else has or this sort of thing because it's stealing your joy legitimately. It is stealing your joy. Put that, you know, put the phone down, put social media down, delete it off your phone if you need to, but stop going to the places, at least on a regular basis, that are causing you, they're sucking your joy out of your life. So you have to stop the pattern. And I really limit how much I go on Facebook. And if I go on, I literally go on, I check any, uh, what do you call it, notifications I have. And if I am going into a group, that's usually what I use it for. I go in real quick and then I get out. I get off of there. Instagram, same way. I spend maybe a little bit more time on Instagram. And sometimes I find myself scrolling. I'm guilty too. But I don't usually feel so much of that comparison. But I've had it happen before, right? Even though that's not my default. Uh, Anyways, so that's just an extra little tip. The third thing and last thing that I'll bring up is it's really showing up and tapping into, you know, your connection, your relationship with God. And I get it. Not everyone that might be a listener of the show, you may not be a faith-led person. You may not be, um, you know, the same faith as me. But for me, I find that really connecting with and um, having that relationship and getting into scripture on a regular basis, it puts me in a place where I can really get what I'm told I can get from God, right? The fruits of the Holy Spirit, if you will. And so in those are things like joy and peace, and there's many others, but I truly feel that when I spend time with God. And so for me, I have clear examples in my own life of when I don't spend time, you know, with God, I don't make the time and I get busy in my day and I can see how I handle things. And it's usually that I get irritated quicker And usually I get frustrated with the people close to me quicker versus the days that I show up and I spend time with God in the morning and then throughout my day, the more time I spend preparing myself for the day and getting right, you know, in my mind, my headspace with God, the better those days go regardless of the circumstances or what's going on externally around me. And so... This may not be your thing. It is my thing. And it's definitely a lot of our listeners thing. But if it's not your thing, then you can surely try praying. But if that's not for you, maybe it's meditating. You know, maybe it's just having silence, but just getting to a place where you have time to reset, you have time to rest, and then you you make sure you're clear on how you want to show up in your day. How do you want your day to go? How do you want it to feel? And what kind of person do you want to be? So how are you acting? What are you doing? And then what, how are you, or what are you becoming? Right. And so I think it's important to reflect regularly on that. You know, who are we? How are we showing up? And are there any areas in our lives where maybe it's not the way we really want to be? You know, maybe we're snipping at somebody, you know, our spouse or our kids. And truly we know that that's not our best selves and it's not the way we want to show up. So once again, that is a way to know, hmm, I need to do some work here because I'm going to have more joy in my day if I can control my perception, my emotions, my feelings, and not let the external world 
impact my joy, but instead know that that inner peace, the happiness, and me being of service in this world, like those are the things. And then of course, God for me, that give me validation. Those are the things that allow me to have a sense of calm and experience joy in my day, even if something's not going well. And I'll just leave you with a quick example of that. So let's say that you are running to see a family member who's in the hospital and they're not doing well. You know, um, my dad in the last year has definitely had some falls and some injuries. So he's been in rehab. He's had to go to the hospital several times. He's doing okay. But the point is, is we all have these types of things. Well, we can either get really frazzled and stressed out with the circumstance, right? Or maybe it's something more extreme, you know, a major diagnosis or a death or, you know, something like that. Or maybe we've been in a car accident and we were injured. But even in the midst of those things, we can choose to see the some goodness, some kernel. You know, we can be grateful for what we do still have right? And even in those hardest seasons, I'm not saying there can't be frustration and we don't have to process things like grief and, um, you know, not understanding. But what I'm talking about though is let's say that, uh, you know, my son was recently in a car accident, not a bad one. I mean, he was okay. His car was damaged and they, they ended up just scrapping it, but we can still be grateful in that moment, right? That he was okay. The other people were okay that other people showed such grace to him and kindness, even after he missed um, an intersection, like he, he didn't see the stop sign. And so it's things like that, that I can still be grateful for, even when we were going through the stress of going, getting him and waiting for the officer to show up and then later having to spend a couple of weeks trying to find a new car. So instead of being constantly frazzled by these things, we can, we can regroup, we can reset and we can, see the little glimmers of light and hope and goodness in people and things going on around us instead of letting everything create such reactions in us where we react, right? We react in extreme ways. So if you want to find and allow in more joy to your life, three things, okay? Get more curious, tap into wonder, just like that childlike wonder, you know, that you maybe you can remember when you're a kid. They ask so many questions. I forget how many is in a day, but it's it's like thousands. That's the kind of thing we want to tap into as adults. Don't lose it. And if you've lost, you feel like you've lost it, it's there. You just got to bring it back and then practice using it, tapping into it. Next is move more into a state of gratitude and of service to others. And it can be in the tiniest ways. I'm not saying you have to go volunteer four hours you know, three nights a week and on the weekends, even little gestures, little things, saying hello to a stranger, smiling at people. This creates energy and such goodness that it will lift your spirit. It's just how it is. Like if you show up in in this way. And then the third is really um, step into your faith, your relationship with God or whatever your alternative might be to that. So that's it. I definitely have Lots more to share. We are going to talk about things like, you know, other ways to find joy. We are going to talk about, um, we have it backwards. We adults need more magic and tree forts, not kids. How do we have no regrets at the end of life? How do we start something new? And that it's okay not to feel okay some days. We're going to talk about that we're all right. There's a reason you feel exhausted. What can we do about it? We're going to talk about taking the leap to doing something that we really wanted to do. We're going to talk about 
boundaries and rest and play and self-care. So tune back in. I cannot wait for next episode. Join me next week. And I cannot wait to see your joy fills and vanish for now. Thanks again for listening to Joy Camp. If you enjoyed the show, share it with a friend. And we would love it if you could leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts because it helps more people discover our show and live a more joyful life. If you're ready to take your joy to the next level and you want more resources, go to joycamp.us. And there are workbooks and there are upcoming courses that you cannot sign up for. We would love to connect with you there. So go ahead and check that out. And like we said, share this episode with a friend. 